Introducing the Nexus 360, Diderio's first rechargeable omnidirectional tuner. Visible at every turn, from any angle, no matter where you wind up. Nexus 360, built for your next stage. This is Chris Keys for Premier Guitar, hanging out at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Today, I'm joined by guitar player Adam, who plays for Youngblood, and his tech Ben. How are you guys doing? Wonderful, yeah. yeah. Great to be here. Yeah. Especially such a historic venue. Yeah, you're saying uh, you guys played another historic venue last night in Atlanta. Yeah. Was it Tab Tabernacle? Yeah. Tabernacle, yeah. Tabernacle, yeah. Totally wrong. It was fucking amazing. Anyway. It was so good. I don't want to put you on the spot, Adam, but uh, the way we set this up, I kind of I slid into his DMs, as they say, as the kids say. And turns out he's a fan. He's been watching these for years, so this is a treat for him, just like it's a treat yeah. to show his gear. So let's get into it. Let's, Adam, I know that you said big Gretsch guy, have a lot more guitars at home in London, but what yeah. did you bring with you and what would you say right now is your number one? Number one, weirdly, it's just been this SG that we have. I think, I, it's just I think it's just because of the lightest, it's just the standard. What is it, probably like 2015, 16? Maybe, yeah, maybe even lighter, 2018. Yeah, which I, I think I just like it because it's so light right now. And I can jump about so much, like, there's so many songs where we have to jump about yeah. so much. It's start to set anyway. Mm. And uh, also cleans up really nice. Because yeah. basically my, my main sound is like amps on 10 and then if I want clean sound I just roll the volume down. Now anything special about this that you've changed out or is it stock since you got it? Pretty much Any stock, pickup yeah. swapped or I anything? I don't tend to do much pickup swapping. Unless okay. I, like, I, I think if I don't like a pickup in a guitar I'll just not play the guitar. Yeah. I'm just like whatever. Now with what we're seeing here is this stuff that stays in the states or is this stuff that travels with you and you had to kind of pare down to get over here for the well, state run? We're doing a few, few, few bit of like flying about like after this so this is pretty much like a fly rig. Okay. So pretty much just chucked everything in that we could possibly fly. In a, so, in a normal situation how many guitars do you think you'd bring? Um, if money wasn't an object. Yeah, we've got seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. I think usually. And, and then, like, but Gretchen will, will be, Gretchen quite generous, usually give us guitars like here and there. So then I'll be on a tour and then I'll just somehow come with another guitar and I'm, he's just like, God's <laughs> another guitar to be strong. <laughs> now, what uh, strings do you use for this guitar and uh, tunings typically is this in? This is in standard and it's a skinny top heavy bottom, which is, what is it like? 52 through 10. Okay. And is that any particular reason, or is that kind of where you've always been? Well, I used to play nines. I used to love playing nines, but with this, it's like so hectic and rock that I just hit the guitar too heavy, and it just goes out of tune. It's so. a bit more of a stable um, yeah. kind of yeah. uh, gauge. For, for solo and stuff, like the bottoms being tens is like good enough for me, but like obviously when you play chords and stuff, yeah. it's really hard. Digging into that bottom end, it kind of holds the tuning a little better. Yeah. So it's him that got me on them. Yeah. I, I kind of like them. Now, what turned you on to the SG? You know, was it was it knowing that it was a lighter guitar, smaller profile? I don't know. I think we got this sent out for Dom, and then I picked it up one day, and I didn't really put it down. <laughs> so I just kind of commandeered it. Yeah. And then I ripped a fret off it, uh, threw in a drum kit Ooh. in Vegas. Yeah. And, uh, That's the only thing we've had to replace on it. Was uh, yeah. yeah the but do you know what? I can't even tell which one it was. Fret. It was yeah. a very, uh, a very fixed, very well fixed there? job. <laughs> 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 well, I made a lot of technical issues in uh, Vegas, at, like a show. Dom trashed the stage. Trashed all my amps. Dang. And I was like, 
I can't just walk off, so I just, yeah. I just threw it. You gotta join in on the fun. <laughs> and do you know what, I survived, so it's still here. Still well, using it, it. SG for a reason, solid guitar. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I kind of thought the neck would have broke, but. So what else you got here? Um, this, this was my favorite guitar, and probably still is. But I don't play it as much because it's quite noisy. I think I bought this Ooh. in 2018. It's a 335. But it does look like a 330. But it does have the center block. But then it's got the coil taps. All the fun business. Now, the, in the light, it, yeah, it has like a different finish. It's not like a solid color. It's like that walnut. Yeah, it's kind of like satiny as well. Yeah, and the neck feels the same. It's got a bit of a bash here, but yeah. yeah. Now, but yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit squeaky in America. P90s just yeah. in America with the power and stuff like that. Now, what do you dig about this guitar? Like, what what speaks to you about it? I don't know. I just always want like, like the minute we started like playing bigger shows and stuff like that, and I started making more money, I was just like, I've always wanted to buy a semi hole like a 335. And I went into the shop, sixty six sounds in London, and they showed me this like, what was that, three four five? Like it was a replica of the Keith Richards guitar. Yeah. And they were like, oh, try this. And it was like 10 grand. And I was like, bastards. I was like, I want this so much. And then I was like, oh, have you got anything like it? And they gave me this. And I was like, I'm not buying a brown guitar. And I played it and I bought it. <laughs> so it's such a nice guitar. It sounds amazing. Uh, what was, about oh, tunings? Oh, sorry, go ahead. This isn't standard. Okay. But I was always going to put a Bixby on it. And then I got told by a wise friend that if you love a guitar, you don't never change it. Yeah. So, and plus it would just make it heavier. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Like, but yeah, this guitar sings, I absolutely love it. And is it 1052 through the whole, all the yeah. hardware? Every, everything in standard is 10 through 52. And then we've got uh, a D standard and an E flat standard. Um, I guess we can go into those Okay. when we look at the guitar. Cool. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I love this guitar. It's great. Now between the SG and the 335, is it kind of certain songs you use it? Are they a backup or yeah, I think how do you decide? It's mostly totally stuff. Like this, that's for like all the rockier stuff, and we've got a few acoustic-y songs in the set that I'll play this on. Okay. And I'll, I'll typically like dial the volume down a bit, get more of the clean sounds. And then um, this is this is the other like main staple, which isn't standard. So I'll either between I'll switch up between the SG and this, which is like one of my favorite guitars also. Yeah, obviously it's a Les Paul, but tell me a little bit more about it. It's beautiful. Uh, it's had two night breaks, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's called Casey Jones. Uh, obviously, it's a you know alluding to a Grateful Dead song, I assume, or is it? Are you a fan of like Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja Turtles? Well, I found out about the <laughs> found out about the Grateful Dead song after, but it was actually just a, I was in Amsterdam. It was a kind of weed that we bought, oh. and it was called it's called Casey Jones. We just bought the guitar, and I thought that's a really funny name. But it turns out the name's got a bunch of history. It's like about this train driver that like drove a train. cocaine. Yeah, and he killed a bunch, he killed a bunch of people. It's like he basically drove all the tracks. And I just thought that's so funny, so I just named the guitar that. It's awesome. I had a really stupid name before. I can't remember what it was. God knows. Yeah, it was Les Claypool or something. You, <laughs> you called it that. But then I was like, I thought this was funny. I also got that. But I think it's the 2001, so it's like the golden era of like good Gibson, like back in the day. Because I went through that period of just like not being that good, yeah. like really badly built. And uh, yeah, I bought it on Denmark Street in London, and the guy never told me it had a neck break. And then I put, we were playing a show maybe a month later on tour and I was standing under like the fluorescent lights and I looked at it and I was like, that motherfucker never even told me that had a neck break. But I got it for super cheap and I love it. And it sounds amazing. I'm a massive Led Zeppelin fan and this is the closest I could get to the Jimmy Page guitar. Yeah. On a budget, but yeah, I love it. And then I broke the neck over lockdown, it fell off my bed and I got it fixed. And do you know what? It still sounds great. It hasn't affected it. I always hear people saying that like when you get neck breaks, that. Like, 
that affects the sound. But I mean, the Edge snapped his uh, the Explorer, Explorer. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he says it sounds better than ever. So, whatever. But it's a bit heavy. This, so I don't play it all the time now. But I was playing. This was my main guitar for a long time. Now what? they do the the kind of the relicking thing. Is that is that what that is, or is that just you? This is all me. Got it. <laughs> this is all just jumping about stage. I don't tend to throw my guitars too much. This is from like being in a case, and then this is all bu buckle rash. But yeah, funny you say that. It does actually look like it's been relic. Yeah, that is funny. It's a beauty. Yeah, I do love it. I've got a Telecaster back at home that's exactly the same, but it's like it looks like it's been properly relic. Yeah, it's just been. It was like one of my main guitars for years. It smashed the bits. Oh, yeah. wow. And uh, yeah, Gretsch gave me this on the last tour. And I love it. This is in D standard. Which, I mean, I've got two songs in it. Yeah. And then like, we dropped in uh, this to C. Was it C? Yeah, drop C. Yeah, for Teresa. And then for Warner, we use this as well. But yeah, this guitar is amazing. It's a bit lighter than the Les Paul as well. But. It's beautiful. It's got I Yeah, and is it is that solid body or is it chambered? I think it's chambered. Okay. Yeah. Because we had we had one that we had at the EMAs. It was similar without the Bexby, and it was uh, and we smashed it. You, <laughs> your penguin as well. We've got a penguin at home, with, and that's chambered as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we smashed this one for the EMAs as part of the performance, and like once I'd seen it, there was like loads of little like like pockets of like air and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So it's like that's chambered. That is nice. But yeah, love the bags, mate. You don't. No. <laughs> Not fun to be string. No. no. I think we. Uh, that's why you got Ben. We've that got, the, got 56 ben. through 12. On that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I've got uh, I've got a broadcaster at home that I had over Christmas, and I restrung my first bags, for the first time, and I was like, yeah, I get why you hit me now. Because <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I've had this guitar probably the longest, uh, and it was original. It was just like the stock Mexican one. It had like the tortoise shell, and I hated the fact that everyone had it. So I just, I got the mint green pet garden witch hats on it. I just think it looks so sick. But yeah, it's my favorite guitar for a long time. Jazz master. What do you think about it? Nope. I don't know, I just, uh, I used to play a lot of indie music like back in Scotland before I joined Youngblood. And uh, that's just the guitar for like My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. All of that, it's just amazing. We had a sticker on it that said fuck you. And it was on it for literally about six years and it fell off just on the flight. Trip, yeah, yeah. Like, like on the flight, I think. So I'm pissed about that. And I'm pretty sure we sanded the neck down in this. Yeah, we did. So, because it was like all sticky and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It feels like a vintage guitar now, I've had it that long. Yeah. It's not, it's probably like 2010 or something. But yeah, and I love the tremolo for this, which we only just got back. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't have a tremolo for ages. Um, and a friend of mine had the, the, the correct kind of thread or whatever, and brought it down to us and you've been ripping it ever since. And we took out the jazz socket because I kept yeah. knocking it. Yeah. And it kept constantly going in like super dark mode and I was yeah. just like, this is fucking nightmare. But yeah also love this guitar. One thing I appreciate about you, Adam, is that you kind of are not loyal to one look, one style, one brand. You you let the guitars, you let the guitars choose you almost in a way. Yeah, you know, Rather much. than trying to be one guy. I'm mean, quite one. loyal to Gretsch for the most part, but yeah. um, I always said to them, like when they first started getting me guitars, that I was always going to play all my other ones because, I mean, they all sound different. Yeah. They all sound so different. And every single song requires a different sound almost. Not to the, the state of the edge of like 20 guitars. Yeah. But maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It up keep Ben busy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I keep toying with the idea of getting a 12 string, but he's not up for it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Like a Rickenbacker 330 or something. Yeah. I want that. Or you get like a double neck 12 and 12 yeah. and 6. We talked about that once. I was watching Slash play one of those the other day. <laughs> um. I was, because there was a song called Cotton Candy in the set where 
we like we don't have a bass player apart from Ben plays bass for one song in the set. Uh, so we're toying with the idea. It was like, what if we got a double neck that's got bass and then guitar at the bottom so I can play the solo? And it was just we never we never end up doing it, but I, I want it. <laughs> You've got something to look idea. forward to. Yeah, now that you brought it up, Ben, I, since you do play, let's talk about your bass. Uh, well, that's, this actually has a kind of a cool story. Uh, so does. a friend of ours, uh, a lad called Josh Warner, uh, is a Luther. I mean, he's only 21 years old. Wow. Super smart kid. Uh, and he came out on our last uh, UK tour, um, basically assisting me. I was teaching him about touring because being a guitar builder and a guitar tech on tour are two very different um, trades. Yeah. So I was kind of giving him my knowledge of the road and he was giving me his knowledge about the more in-depth like uh, building of guitars. Mm. And he kindly made me this and it is from scratch, I think. Wow. The only thing that he didn't make are obviously you know, the, the pots and whatnot, um, the uh, knobs, the bridge and the tuners. Uh, everything else, he cut the uh, scratch plate Wow, uh, he, such a nice place. He was a block of wood, he cut it to shape, uh, relicked it, it did the job a lot on it. Um, and it plays so nice. It's, it's honestly, you know, for, for like a, a custom bass, it, it rips on anything I've ever really picked up before. There's hope for the kids. I mean, 21-year-old yeah. building something yeah. like that. Yeah, I a, love the binding. He's, he's doing that. a phenomenal he's job. He's also sanded all the neck back. So nice. Um, you know, BJ5000, my initials. <laughs> well, not the 5000s. And then his little logo, Iron Lung. Uh, but no, he's, a, he's an absolute superstar. Um, and you know, hopefully one day he'll come out and be maybe my assistant, especially if he starts getting 12 strings and yeah. double neck guitars. Now, we should give him some love. Does he have a website or Instagram page someone can um, you know, follow I mean, him the, on? He doesn't at the moment. Okay. But, um, yeah, Josh Warner, keep an ear out for him. He's, uh, yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. Cool. Well. I think that does it for guitars, guys. Should we move on to amps and pedals? Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. All right, folks. Yes. The elephant in the room, the red giant wall of destruction. You're not <laughs> plugging into that, are you, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would kill people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, they're, uh, they're all loaded with these, these lights. It's like part of the production. Uh, I mean, I wish some of them were on. That would be pretty sick. And here, my dumbass thought this was red Tolex. Uh, I was corrected quickly by Ben. You, you, your handiwork here, right? Yeah, um, got some um, spray paint and spray paint them all individually last summer. I got it in my nostrils, in my eyes. His hands were red. I like red for like weeks. a week. Got yeah. it in the beard too? Oh, you better believe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, what actually are plugging into, Adam? What, what, what are we looking at? Yeah, so on the, basically I've got the pans in my ears, left and right. Okay. But the left, I've got this High Watt Custom 20 that we shipped from the UK which is like one of my favorite amps. It's, it's absolutely unbelievable. That's hitting this Joe Bonamassa Palmer DI, and then hits the attenuator, which comes out of this. So it's like, I mean like quarter of the volume coming out, basically just so I can feedback off it. Because it would just cause problems for out front. Mm. I've got some absolutely yeah, blasted. Especially it is these, on are, full. these are also dead. And yeah. then Marshall, both of them are pretty much cranked to 10. Uh, Bruce Baker is going into this, uh, box of them that we got in the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah. that's uh, like a Isocab. speaker. Yeah, ISOCAD. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got a red back in it. Yeah, okay. red back, back, yeah. yeah. yeah 75 gonna, watt. I was going to ask, what's in the, the Marshall uh, speaker cab there underneath the high watt? I don't know. We don't actually know, but we, we, we never, it, 
it's only ever heard by our ears. It never goes through the PA. It goes straight into the, the speaker DI first. Okay. In the UK, it's we've just got, kind of like a start. It could be anything. Yeah. Because in yeah. the UK, we've got the the combo version of this, yeah. and that's got like a selection. I mean, it's actually a Fain. Oh, okay. It's got a ten-inch like Fain in it, yeah. and that sounds really nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful. But um, yeah, we basically just use it for for like feedback and stuff off of anime, so. It's not like it comes out from. And Ben, you said that this has just recently got new tubes put in it? That's right. So because we're putting it through the attenuator, and as you can see, it is on 10, um, we go through 84s, EL84s, like nobody's business. I'm talking <laughs> like at least once a tour, especially a two-month like this, we, they need replacing. Uh, yesterday, they started to go a bit microphonic, picking up uh, radio stations. And then today, it was still an issue. Switched out the tubes and it's as clean as a whistle. It sounds sounds beautiful again. And uh, uh, we like to do this. This is a, a service to the industry, to our fans, and to what we love guitar. Is that you guys are picking stuff up from other rig rundowns and you're using the power conditioner, right? Yeah, you got Furman, yeah. And do you, what do you run the power at? You said that the, that the high watt enjoys or like uh, lives well, at. I mean, it's around one in the states. It's around one twenty, one twenty two. Um, it's. Um, we, we can't quite dial it in as specific as some yeah. of the uh, some of the other, the other the branded ones. Yeah. yeah, kind of the decimal points, but yeah, around one, one, I think around one twenty-two, it it sings. Nice. And have you always enjoyed kind of like the Vox style amp? I know that you know it's a high watt, and high watt its own characteristics, but you know EL eighty fours do have a certain type of voice. Is that always kind yeah. of what you liked? Is that I don't know. Like uh, I've went through so many different amps in my life. Like I, I grew up playing like Fenders. I was on them for a while. I had a Marshall growing up, but it was on like a Valvetronics type thing. It was like it was kind of shit, but <laughs> yeah. I done the job. And then um, and then Marshall approached us a bit of stuff, and then I looked through the line and thought, Blue Speaker seems like the kind of app for me. Like grew up playing like listening to Clapton mm. and stuff. Like yeah, that. and it was so around it was around that time that I joined and we looked into doing the stereo rig. I think you had a Fender Deluxe, and then Dom had had the, the high the custom twenty. And we swapped it, and we put we put Adam on the custom twenty, and it just instantly made the world of difference. Like hmm. our front of house guy was just like, "Holy shit, that's it!" Yeah. Uh, and then wow. adding the Joe Bonamassa DI with it as well, and the uh, the ISO cab. He, you know, he's yeah. just like we we have to freight the ISO cab everywhere. Like if if he doesn't have it, he's miserable. Yeah. Uh, so well, it's either that or it's the backstage crew, like people behind us at festivals. We just got a four by twelve, plug into it, make it, and then just aim it and at the Whatever people's side stage and is screaming. That is kind of fun though, when people come back like, oh man, the guitar was so loud. I'm like, yeah, because it's facing you. Blast <laughs> it in the face. Yeah. Come back and all the fucking skins off. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. That's rad. Well, should we take a look at the pedals, guys? Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right, Adam, we have gotten past the noise curfew at the Ryman, so we can make noise, and we're just here at the pedal board. So talk to me about what's going on here. you got a, a healthy setup. Yeah, it's how they set up. It's the second pedal board because the first one got stolen. You so, said that someone stole it from your yeah, flat, right? Someone broke into our flat in London and stole the original one that me and Ben slaved over building. <laughs> it took us a long time planning it. But second time around, we're like, well, we'll make it better. So we just done everything better. Now, so, is it about the same uh, type of ingredients? The same ingredients. Still okay. the ESA. Like, the, whole, the, the whole idea was to have this MIDI controller because I was doing a lot of dancing, which I quite liked, but it was very inconsistent. Mm. Like having big, massive reverbs and having to turn them off all just like, I was like, Jesus, this is like a lot. Hitting like four pedals at once. Have you ever thought to have it off stage like some people have and then we, have their techs? Well, basically, we cute? could have this and we could have, uh, we could have MIDI basically control the entire thing. 
but I would fucking hate that. I love, <laughs> I love hitting pedals. It's part of the performance for me, like the dancing. Yeah. This is just, this just makes it easier. So it's great. But we've had to do that for like a couple of award shows, and I hate it. I just, yeah. I just I'm don't side know. stage hitting it, and it just feels alien. Yeah, it's just like, it's, just, it's like half the fun for me. It's like yeah. playing guitar and coordinating with that. And also, I just don't do everything the same every time. I like, I like changing up. Okay. All the time. So um, yeah, signal chain starts here. Echoplex preamp, then the whammy, and then the WH10 wah, and then pretty much everything just goes into this after that, and it's all just accordingly. Like I think if I think it goes. Well, this is numbered, yeah. Yeah, it goes into the crayon. Pog crayon. Then to your muff letter, and then to your super hard on, then to the 70 full tone. Yeah. And then we go uh, modulation, delay, and reverb. Okay. Um, and we're big into this boss stuff. Yeah, Clearly, super, super user-friendly, sounds amazing, and and the, programming it with the ES8, it was just a dream compared to using some of the other, uh, you know, bigger other brands. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, no, I'm a massive fan, so this boss stuff's wicked. The only reason I want to go with the boss stuff is it basically emulates all the other old boss stuff. Yeah. So like, this emulates like the Dimension D, what else we got? Like the phaser, and it goes to like all the, the different choruses, so it's like it goes to like the chorus ensemble, like like all the classic boss yeah. battles. And then the delays and reverbs are fantastic, it goes like space echoes and stuff in it. So I love a space echo. Well, before we start getting some colors going, how about you hit us with uh, just what we're hearing in the high watt? That's like the bass tone, which is just a little clean spring reverb and a tiny bit of tape delay. Okay. That's pretty much it. Now, how are you using the Echoplex? Is that like a on always pedal or? Um, I mean, it's, it's tempted to be an always on pedal. <laughs> it's just whenever, whenever I want a little bit more juice, I've been tending to solo a bit more with it. So just. Just that bit more extra juice. Also, the Jimmy Page thing, I mean, that's what you done. Yeah. I was like, why not? I'd be great to have a, an actual Echoplex, but a bit temperamental. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, go to Whammy after this. Oh, yeah, Jack White, Tom Morello needs. Yep. Nice. And then I got the, uh, I was chomping about with a couple different wires before, like I had a, had a Cry Baby before, and I had a Vox before. And then when they both got stolen, uh, they, brought, they brought the new WH10 out, which is the, the, the Freshanti one. And it just sounds unbelievable. It's the best one I've used. I want to. The only other guy that I know that I've seen on the rig rundown have it was a uh, Klingoffer who used it. I think he got it from uh, Freshante. Yeah, well, he had the old one. Everyone the old ones goes are Fox like, or Crybaby, but yeah. The old ones are like, like they've not got the buffer in it, so they just suck like a lot of tone out. So you always have to put like a buffer after it. Mm. But the new one's amazing. And it's got one in it. Yeah. It's true bypass also, so it's great. Uh, what else are we going? So, and then we go, first in the chain would be Pog. I've got a bass player, so I'm, I do a lot of big chunky stuff all the time. And quite, quite commonly paired with the FUD. Uh, what else we got? Wow. And then got super hard on just for like pure volume. Actually, four. That's not, that's a crayon yeah. actually. Yeah, it's a yeah, crayon. So the, this is like the 73 preamp, mm. like the revolution tone. Mm. 
Now, it's what do you? Like, uh, I know that the muffaletta from JHS has like six or seven different muffs in it. Or uh, I think I'm on. Which yeah, one do like, you yeah. Do you know which one you're you on? Know, we've done acoustic set. I was on the Rams head for a bit, like the David Gilmour kind of mm. sound, and it sounded fantastic. But I'm such a massive Jack White fan that I've just got it set to stun on White Stripes mode. <laughs> Just every chorus, like not every chorus, but <laughs> a lot of the choruses is that. Now, what's the um, '70s pedal? I'm not familiar with that full full tone one. Yeah, so that's five. Five. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's kind of based, kind of based off of fuzz face, I think. Mm. But it's, it's it's amazing. This uh, this patch is like, I kind of change it out every so often. Like I just buy a new pedal and I'll chuck it in. Because it's, <laughs> it's like the one like I don't I don't use it too much, but sometimes when I'm playing a solo and I'm just a bit bored of the same sound, I'll just pull this out. <laughs> It's got that double stop bend, so basically before I had the full tone ultimate octave, like the proper Josh OCD, Holm pedal, yeah. like no, the ultimate octave. Oh, I'm sorry, like yeah. The, uh, the Josh Home pedal, and I'd done that double stop bend. And I'd missed it so much, and I couldn't find it anymore because it got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very sad about that. So that, I basically found that and I done it, and I was like, "There you go. I'm gonna get one of them." So what's four? Four is just volume. You max it all the way up. Basically turns into a plus pedal as well. Man, you give that speaker and that cab all all it can work with. You I know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. The ripping. box of doom is just like absolutely pinned. Yeah, That's you played a little bit before we started filming. And you had the door open. It was, it's yeah. There's chaos going on well, in there. It's like bone shaking. Like yeah, well, it's we decided to uh, link both the preamps on the uh, blues breaker uh, and then turn them both up to full, uh, and then that's going into the single 75 uh, watt uh, red back, um, and it sounds crazy. And that's kind of like the up from the tone that we got a lot of the uh, the top end brightness out of the high watt and then blended together just gives you that wall of sound. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now how are you using the other uh, three bosses real quickly? So yeah, these are all MIDI controlled so I've got, I mean I've pretty much got set for most songs on them. Mm. Like if some of them require, like this one's got... different sounds and I'm trying to think what else I use. This delay one here. And I love the mute button because I do a lot of like ambient like swells to bring up like cozy like tension. I'll just mute it. Yeah. And then it's like my favorite thing. That's what I was doing before. This is why this is so genius for me because before I was dancing about trying to do that <laughs> and loads of different pedals. So that's yeah, it just makes so much more sense for me. Now. Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this guys. You know, letting no, us kind of swoop in and get to see the wall, wall of doom, <laughs> the box of doom, the hands oh, yeah. of doom. You'll get to see it light up tonight. <laughs> it's pretty sick. Well, thank you guys very much. Now everyone, stay safe and keep rocking. Yeah.